0: Thank you for listening to the program. The place in Matthew chapter 11 that it records the Lord uh, rebuking the people for what they said about John the Baptist. Like here in verse 7, he says, what did you go out in the wilderness to see? Because John, you know, lived out in the wilderness, they went out there to hear him. Did you go out there to see a reed blowing in the wind, shaking with the wind? Or did you go out there to see a man clothed in soft clothing? You went out to see a prophet. Well, yeah. Well, he's a prophet and more than that. Because this is the one that was written about. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face to prepare the way before you. And among those that are born of women, and that's every man but Adam, <laughs> I don't know, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. But, and we all know, I guess, these verses, but notwithstanding, he that's least in the kingdom of heaven, that's him born again, received the promise that would shortly come to pass. That's what he's, the kingdom of heaven, not heaven, in the. I mean, in and of it. Anyway, the days of John the Baptist have suffered violence and all the prophets prophesied until John. And if you could receive it, this is Elijah that was to come. Because there was an Old Testament prophecy that said, without doubt, Elijah will come before the Lord does, the coming of the Lord. So that's what the disciples at one place, they uh, came to him and said, what are we supposed to say? Uh, they're asking us, where's Elijah? And I know they asked John the Baptist, he said, no, I'm one crying in the wilderness. And that's has to be studied and looked at, but it still doesn't change the truth of what he said here. The Lord knew, and maybe John the Baptist wasn't up to speed because of what happened here. Apparently, he had something, a little bit of doubt, or I don't know. But This was Elijah. This is Elijah that had to come. And he said in another place, they'll do to him like they are going to do to me. They'll kill us both. Does that mean he wasn't the Messiah? No. Well, does it mean John the Baptist was just symbolic of Elijah? I don't, I believe he means that it was because if John the Baptist was representing Elijah, who was the Lord representing? See, that's, that he wasn't. He was himself, and so was it Elijah. And they fulfilled that. And he said, now we have a time that was not known about. been 2,000 years. How long it'll be, nobody knows. But that I'll live in and do what I came to accomplish, and that was to live in you and then have lives. And like Paul said in Hebrews, uh, without us, they wouldn't be complete, them and us. And they were saved on credit, as it were, in paradise. Then they were born again. They had already lived their lives. But it, it for the record, as it were, I guess, you it, he needed to live in people at the time in the flesh here to accomplish. And it sets about a whole circumstance of judgment and this and that, and we belong to him, but it's how we live. So they were saying John the Baptist sent two of his disciples to the Lord and said, Are you the one that should come, or do we look for another Messiah? So see, the people heard that. And he said, go and tell John again the things which you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers, clean, deaf hear, dead are raised up. And blessed is he who is not offended in me. So as they left, and he began to say, well, what, what are you talking about? So they, I don't see how that they had to say, like, well, there goes John. You know, John the Baptist, we thought he was rock solid. Now he's doubting. And some of them doubted that Jesus was. Well, are you really that person? you great prophet, but are you really seeing all that? So they didn't believe in either one of them. But he, it doesn't record, but apparently John didn't jump ship or anything i mean he went right to the and he saw the lord knew the baptism heard saw the dove and heard the voice all that he knew who he was i don't know if this is sort of reminds me of what peter did in a little bit of a way is uh i don't think you know what you're doing lord i'm going to have to stop you from going there and die and i figured out that you don't have to do that and here it's like john the baptist he knew who he was but like Elijah, look at the power he had in the old. But then he, 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 in the end, there was running for his life, saying, "Just take my life. I'm finished." You know that that kind of thing. But anyway, uh, go and show John, and tell him. And then I, I think, he heard. Uh, he knew. But anyway, he he defends John, uh, big time to these people, and then he moves on to Bethsaida and Corn, saying. To not believe in me when you see me, and know, is it will be more tolerable for Sodom. Because if they had saw me, they at least would have repented to some extent. It's a man of gods in town, uh, the greatest prophet ever. They respected Lot, and they knew what he believed. He was vexed every day, it's said, by the immorality. But he was, in a way, I guess, I've always thought, it seemed like they kind of respected him. But, you know, well, he's a good man. But leave him alone. He's not hurting. I don't know. He was a good businessman or something. I don't know. But um, then he goes on to say, and it's what I want to try to get to, is the verse we all know, I would think. Come unto me, all ye that labor heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart. You'll find rest to your souls. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. I've, the times I've ever talked or said you know what you think that means it was like well it's to lost people and I'd say but not to us well yeah it is to us too uh, because we cast your care upon me cast your care on him and uh, that that could very well be but I think it is actually literally to believers and the reason i say that is after he defended john the baptist talking to those that didn't believe and didn't you know who do you think you what are you doing and then beth sadia it'll be more tolerable for sodom that would have blown their minds than for you and then then at that time in verse 25 he at that time after that then uh, maybe shortly after that right at the time but it's a break here at that time then he answered and prayed and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you've hid these things that are true from the wise and prudent, but you have revealed them to babes. See, that the wise and prudent, those that are talking, ah, we told you, John, it, there was nothing to it. And see, even he, that that kind of thing, and he bawled them out pretty good there. But anyway, here he says, uh, You've hidden, but you've revealed them to babes because it's, good in thy sight for that to be that way, because all things are delivered unto me of my Father. No man knows me but the Father, neither knows any man the Father but me, and that's anybody, nobody, but those that do is to whomsoever we reveal ourselves to him. So in that instant he goes right on the next sentence, come unto me all ye that labor heavy laden. Well, I believe that's to us. I believe it really, if you look at it, it's salvation is he knows those that are his. It doesn't mean some of them that didn't believe didn't come to him and believe. But this, then what? Well, that's what Paul talked about is then what you walk as he walked. And you can be burdened and heavy laden and trying to do it in your own confidence and your own flesh, as it were, and not do it by the power of being who you are in him and dying to the old man. He taught that. You put his words with this here. Well, it's, you know, crucify yourself, deny yourself. And and then he hadn't lived in them. Everything he was saying truly was understood that very shortly the promise of spirit came. But so I believe this is to us, to me, today, and it's like the parable of the sower it starts off goodness but you get choked out and and resentment bitterness comes in and you get burdened down with it and but come unto me die to the old crucify the self and by faith i live in you by faith then that'll be he'll raise you up in newness of life every time that's what paul said and then this is not so this is more like take like he said to the spirit Uh, of of God says to the churches there in Revelation, like he said to Laodicea, uh, you need to wake up. You think you can see, but you're blind. So come to me and give up your burden, your blindness, that you can really just good works you do in and of themselves, no matter what. See, that's not true. Your heart has to be right first. If your heart's right your works will be right and they'll be there. You can't have a good heart and not do anything good. Uh but you can do good and not have a good heart, see. So take my yoke upon you and that's a balance. It's it's a pair of balance scales. Be balanced. He on the cross said, "Father forgive them, they don't know what they do." That was his love to them. Yet the day before they would as it were they'd say, you know, he said to them, "Men, y'all are like lost uh sheep you don't belong to me you're like tombs full of dead men's bones uh well that's he said i just tell you the truth and you want to kill me but he was true but meek here he said i am meek that means gentle and i don't know it's like battle of armageddon well when he had compassion on the mother of the widow the of the son you know that's he had love. He was love. So it the, the yoke there is take, take balance yourself out. Be like me. So like the if you love the Lord with all your heart, you'll love your brother as yourself. That's why he said, if you don't, you don't. If you do, you do, and you will. But he's saying here a little different way, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He wouldn't say that to a loss. I mean, those that belong to him belong to him, and he does it. We're his workmanship. It's not coming that's what's so misunderstood but if you do believe that you have to go with it and see and you'll find rest to your souls it's same word where he said let us sail across the lake and go somewhere where we can find rest you'll find rest in your life if you'll crucify your own self die to your own self lay aside that burden and yoke up with him and there is you'll love others and it's kind of the same thing if you love everybody and forgive them no matter what you're going to be meek and lowly in heart and real quick the word meek is only translated here as meek one time and right here and it means gentle <clears throat> real gentle and somebody you watch in Armageddon you say man how ruthless and no he's very he's very gentle oh you can't mean it no he is He's very, he has to do that. He has to judge. Someone has to, and all judgments given unto him. Does he enjoy that? I don't think so. Love doesn't enjoy iniquity. And he has what love is described as in chapter 13 of First Corinthians. If any, he is that. So to take yoke is to deny yourself and take his join Like he said to Laodicea, have fellowship with me. And the way you'll know it is you'll be gentle and kind. That's James saying. Follow the man around and see how he talks when he's not, you know, or, or see what he does when nobody's watching. Something like meek. Moses, one of the meekest, and so and lowly in heart, though is humble. It is the word there. Lowly is the word for humble. Is translated that, and and, and in heart, and you'll find rest. Like he said there again about himself i am servant of all not 80 90 percent but no the very least the very servant of all like paul said i'm the least of the least uh get the smaller people there and oh you got them yeah about 10 of them really small people uh pick the smallest one out well this guy here i'm smaller than him no no he's the smallest no i am <laughs> and, and 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 the lord he made of himself no reputation. He was God himself, the son of God, but he was meek and lowly means now we say we suffer from depression, a eh, mental disorder, mental disorder. No, actually, the word means if you're going along on flat ground and you see a low place, maybe kind of where water would stand if it rained, uh, it's a depression in the ground. It's like putting your thumbprint on the or your footprint on the wet cement, or something you leave a an, an, an it's a depression. A depression. We call it impression, whatever. M is more inside, but that's a, de, a depression. But it, it obviously mentally ill. Yeah, you can become pushed down. But he's this is in a good way. Him, I'm gentle and kind. I love. I and and so a depression would be like he said forbear each other forgive each other well they'll have to ask me first no it's not that you you forgive because you love him you forgive and he was servant of all i am meek i am lower and well he was creator of all i heard it said the other day by a preacher it was you always hear something you know oh wow that was well he said Agape love, and that that's just the strongest possible love. It says there in one place, they love their darkness. They wouldn't come to the light. That's agape. But as it were, it means the strong love of God. But he was saying agape love, real, even human. But look at his love. That's what it, is the issue. Aga- it, it seeks the good of the other person. Always. It's always defined as seeking the good of someone else, not just loving yourself eh? Hey, it's all about me no it's all about you and then me i guess second but no firstly it's all about you that's a that's what put every man's burden above your own because you'll have to bear the burden of being that way being like him and if you die to self you will be that you may not be very old like me i when i by faith step into the new creature i think well i've grown from three years old to four years old looks like and Take note of that real quick, (laughs) and that kind of like that. I'm not making fun of that, but it is, it is very. It's a struggle and it's a fight. But that's what Paul told Timothy. I didn't quit. I never quit. That did the Lord ever quit? Oh God forbid. He didn't quit it even at the darkest hour, sweating blood. He didn't quit. He went over to them and said, "Wake up. Let's go. They're here." I'm going to give myself to them so we give ourselves to each other in love John said he is the commandment he lives in you shouldn't be a real problem well it was for me until he convicted me more than I had ever been and scared me into oh yeah I, I found out yes you can if you want to with your whole heart yes you can take his yoke upon you and be gentle and kind and not judgmental and unforgiving, and actually be that way. Well, it only lasted 15 minutes. Well, the Lord will say, I'll take it. Believe me, I'll take it. And you get 15, and you get another 15, another. And then as the years go by, hopefully that's what's so dramatic about getting towards the end of your life. You realize, better get on that, you know, better get to that. But anyway, that that is... Meek and lowly and humble and be balanced, be right, with be be you, but be like the Father and Son balanced. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I remember that day. It's been now seven, maybe more years, but I remember it like it was yesterday when I was convicted beyond what I ever had been uh, in my Christian life. Then I, like the little bird, I jumped off the cliff and I found out, yeah, I can fly. A- and I did because I had, I wouldn't, what is I going to do? Tell him, well, I, I don't think I want to do it. I, I think I'll just give out on that. No, I thought I had tried and couldn't do it. But I just didn't somehow, being convicted gave me the faith <laughs> to to do it. And then I just, I'm saying, when that happened, I literally, physically and mentally, spiritually, in every way, felt like I weighed less than I did before, big time. And I, for a a few minutes or hours there, I remember saying to myself, I haven't felt like this since the moment I was saved, because resentment and bitterness kind of came, and I, I don't know. It it's uh, I, it doesn't matter now because he did wake me up to it. It matters now. I may not have seven more years, according to the numbers. No, but I whatever just seven more days. I needed to take his yoke and his. Because you know, he said my commandments are not grievous. I'm not trying to be hard on you. If and I found that day. I found man that burden i've been carrying of resentment and unforgiveness is about to crush me down to nothing and i couldn't even hardly realize and i thought i was helpless to and but him convicted me and yeah you can and telling me what i knew and james said you're going to call him a liar again and i know no and so and then i i woke up to the fact well that was as it were pretty easy i thought i couldn't do it but now i've done it and i I'm, my burden's gone. And I was just for a little bit there, meek and mild and lowly. So See, we do that over and over. Paul said, reckon yourself dead to sin. Give it up. Yourself, even trying hard and all that, humanness. Give it up. And by faith, the me but not me, him in you as you. And you live life a hundred times better than before and feel better and have joy and peace. And all the time, Paul said, Well, no, I can fall, but I sure do live by that rule. So that's my prayer for myself is to want to live by that rule, and that's what the Lord say, and then come to me and give it up and love me and be like me. Thank you for listening to the program.